Welcome to Soul Rio, a church where God is made center, families made stronger, and lives restored. Today's sermon is entitled Practical Faith, a House of Hope, presented by Pastor Floyd Silva on September 17th, 2017. Well, good morning again. Welcome back. It's been a long time since we've seen each other, right? Well, this morning as we uh, continue in our series, we're actually coming towards the end of our journey through uh, 1 Corinthians. And we've read a lot, we've seen a lot, uh, we've been challenged in many ways uh, through this letter to the church at Corinth. And today, today, Paul gives us a message of hope. He gives us a a phenomenal reminder of what we have put our hope in. So I, I'd like to start with a, with a question this morning for all of us to kind of start to think about in our minds. I want you to ask yourselves just simply this, what am I hopeful for? What do I hope for? When I get up in the morning, when I think about my life, when I'm off to school, what am I hoping for? See, I think for, for all of us, the answer to that will probably be different. Some of us put our, put our hope in things. Some of us put our, our hope in relationships. Some of us put our, our hope in our, our jobs or our work or what we do vocationally. Some of us put our hopes in our spouses, in our kids. But Paul here, in this moment, reminds the church, he reminds you and I, what this hope is, and where we should place our hope. I want to start by reading in Romans 5, verses 1 through 5. This is Paul writing to the church, and he says this. He says in verse 1, Therefore, since we have been been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, Through him, we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not put us to shame, because because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. What I'd like for you to do is, is note this, whether in your notes or in your Bible there, circle everywhere where Paul says that we have. See, because he's making a very profound statement here. He's reminding us that we have been given. Each and every person that God created has been given an opportunity. We have all been given a savior. See, we all have. And there's not a person in this world that follows Jesus that can ever say that they are without. See, he reminds us in this passage in in Romans chapter 5 about our faith, about our hope, our peace, And he reminds us, even in the toughest of moments, even when life gets super hard, we still have hope. We still have a Savior that loves us and cares for us. See, Jesus, Jesus the Christ, the Messiah, is all that we need in this life. 
See, we have because of Jesus. We have been justified, declared innocent because of Jesus. We have peace with God because of Jesus. See, we have been given grace because of Jesus. Therefore, we have been given hope. See, it's not that we don't have hope or that we have lost hope. I think it's simply that we have just misplaced our hope. Would you agree with that? That at times in our life, especially in the harder moments, that, that, that we don't necessarily not have the hope, but we just misplace it because we've put our trust into something that, that can never promise us or give us the hope that we need. We've just simply misplaced that hope. So if you would turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, because I think um, each and every one of us, especially in today's times with all that's going on in the world around us, with the hurricanes, with, with just all the stuff that's happening in our world, all the things that are going on here in our city, I think we need to be reminded of this hope. And Paul does just that. See, he opens this chapter by saying, let me remind you, brothers, of the gospel I preach to you, which you received, in which you stand, and by, by which you are being saved. If you hold fast to the word I preach to you, unless you believe in vain. See, and then he goes on to remind us of why we have that hope and why Jesus, why Jesus the Christ is the hope of the world. And he gives us these accounts, these eyewitnesses, eyewitness accounts. Eyewitnesses. Is <laughs> he gives us, that's a New Mexico thing too. I'll say somewheres all the way in there just so you know. But he gives us and reminds us of all of these eyewitnesses account, witnesses <laughs> I'm going to say it all morning. <laughs> That's okay though, right? <laughs> there's grace, right? Remind me. See, there's individuals that have seen the risen Savior. You know, if, you, if you look at the book of Acts, if you look at the Gospels, you see all of these accounts and Paul lists some of the names of the individuals that, that, that actually saw Jesus, that touched Jesus, that spent time with Jesus after the resurrection. See, and he's reminding them of this gospel, this good news of the hope that we have in the resurrected Jesus Christ. And he says, let me remind you, don't forget about the good news, the gospel message, the hope that we have, what we've been given, even when life is hard, even when we struggle in our sin, even when we struggle with making decisions or doing whatever. Remember Jesus, the resurrected Christ. See, I think you and I need to be reminded of this daily. See, because the simple fact is that hope is here. Jesus is alive and he's with us. He loves us and he cares for us. I want you to watch this video real quick. Amen. Will you bow your heads and pray with me? Father, we come before you this morning. Lord, and, and uh, we seek your face. 
We seek after the hope that you have offered us through your son, Jesus Christ. Lord, as as we open up your word, as we look to the scriptures, Father, we pray that you would speak to our hearts, Father, that you would use your word to, to pierce our hearts, to change us, and to help us to understand the hope that you offer us, the hope that has been given to each and every one of us. And, and Lord, that we would, this morning and each and every day, that we would place that hope in your hands. Lord, that we would place that hope in your son, Jesus Christ, because of the love that you have shown for us, because of the, the pursuit that you have made for each and every person here, Father. So Lord, we ask that you would fill us with your spirit this morning, that you would show us the things that we need to see, Father, that we would hear very clearly how you would speak to us this morning. And Lord, that, that we, would, we wouldn't let our pride get in the way. Lord, that we would, we would decrease so that you might increase in our lives, Father. Help us to understand this hope. Help us to grow in this hope. We love you and we praise you and we do it all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Well, this morning we're going to continue in 1 Corinthians in chapter 15. And I just want to look at a few verses here and read them together in verses 20 through 34. And let's read these together. You guys all ready? Yes. All right. One more time. Are you ready? Yes. All right. I like a little activity, okay? So help me out here. All right, here we go. Starting in verse 20. Paul says, But in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead, the firstfruits of those who have fallen asleep. For as by a man came death, by a man has come also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ shall all be made alive. But each in his own order. Christ, the firstfruits. Then it is coming those who belong to Christ. Then comes the end when he delivers the kingdom of God, the Father, after destroying every rule and every authority and power. For he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. For God has put all things in subjection under his feet. But when it says all things are put in subjection, it is plain that he is accepted who put, he has accepted who put all things in subjection under him. When all things are subjected to him, then the Son himself will also be subjected to him who put all things in subjection under him, that God may be all in all. That's a lot to swallow right there, isn't it? A lot to read, a lot to think about. There's a lot of, of, of Christian theology in these few verses. There's a lot of deep thought and understanding of not only Christ and who he is and how we can see him, not only as man, but as man who came as God and alive and lives today and what will happen as we look to our own eternity. But I think we can gain a couple of very specific things in essence of how to become, how to become a house of hope, how in our own lives we make sure to place our hope where it belongs. And the first thing that we see here is that we simply need to understand that Christ, Jesus, he is our only hope. He is our only hope. There is no other hope in this world. We cannot put our hope in things. We cannot put our hope in relationships. We cannot put our hope in anything else but Jesus Christ because he is the Messiah. He is the resurrected 
Christ. Verse 20 says, In fact, Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruit of those who have fallen asleep. See, the resurrected Christ, he was the example of the resurrection. Jesus came and he modeled not only a sinless life, he modeled how to love, how to encourage, how to serve, how to live in humanity as human. But then he died on a cross. He gave his life in full surrender, in full obedience to God. He laid on a cross and he paid a price that only he could pay. A price for you, a price for me. But not only did he die that day on that cross, not only did he pay that price for you and I, but the hope and the glory that we see and that was revealed to us is through the resurrection. You know, every year we celebrate the risen Savior. Every year we say, He is risen! And we scream it from the rooftops and we celebrate it and we get all dressed up and we have a good time together. But Paul is reminding us that, that we have that same hope every single day that we live. Do you believe that today? Do you feel that today? That today that you can have hope because Jesus is alive? Because he rose on the third day? Amen, see? We even got an amen from the mic. I hope you do this morning. I hope you have that hope. 2 Timothy 2.8 says this, Remember Jesus Christ, risen from the dead, the offspring of David, as preached in my gospel, as preached in my good news, the message that I shared with you. 1 Peter 1.3 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us, you and I, that follow Jesus, to be born again to a living hope. A living hope. Underline that. Circle that. And it's through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. See, this hope is being offered to each and every one of us today. This morning, as we gather together at Sol Rio Church, as you come, I hope you understand that you're here in this moment for this moment so that you can hear and know that there is hope. And not Floyd, not anybody else, but God is offering you that hope today. And he simply wants you to just take that next step. And that's simply to put your hope, place your hope in Jesus Christ. See, Paul goes on to say in verses 21 and 22, he says, For by this man came death. By a man has come also, by a man has also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ shall all be made. <laughs> See, if that doesn't wake you up, I don't know what does. It's all right. Maybe it's me, Cody. I'm sorry. All right. So what Paul is telling us here is that the wages of our sin is death. We all know the story of Adam and Eve. We all know that, that Adam made a little bit of a boo-boo in his life. But that sin 
led to something. There was a consequence for sin. And, and I think sometimes we forget the, the effects of sin in our lives. We forget the, the fact that not only does sin hurt us, but sin affects the world around us. You, you don't have to raise your hand, but uh, I've got to imagine that if I were to ask the question, how many of us have been affected by sin? Everyone in this room should raise their hand. Whether it be our own sin or somebody else's sin, we have all felt the effects of our sin. And what Paul is doing is reminding us, hey, don't lose hope. Because through one man came sin, but through another man came hope, came life. See, we all have to die one day. There's no question. The rate of death is 100%. If you're here today, you're going to die. But God is offering you life. He is offering you hope. It's an eternal hope. It's a resurrection, a new life in Christ. And it only comes through him. If you would flip back to, to Romans chapter 5 again. And I want you to listen how Paul affirms this to the Romans. And he does this shortly after he preaches the same gospel message to the church at Corinth. Even though in our Bibles, the book of Romans comes before 1 Corinthians, Paul actually wrote 1 Corinthians before he wrote Romans. And so he's given us this affirmation of preaching the gospel, of helping us to see the hope that we have through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. He gives us a list of all those that have experienced that resurrection and has seen firsthand the living God. Because remember, Jesus says, if you've seen me, you have seen the Father. And so in Romans chapter 5, verses 15 through 18, he says this. He says, The free gift is not like the trespass. For if many died through one man's trespass, much more have the grace of God and the free gift by the grace of that one man, Jesus Christ, abounded for many. And the free gift is not like the result of that one man's sin, for the judgment following one trespass brought condemnation, but the free gift following many trespasses brought justification. Underline, circle that word. You have been justified. For if because of one man's trespass, death reigned through that one man, much more will those who receive, accept the free gift, receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness, reign in life through one man, again, Jesus Christ. And then he says in verse 18, he says, Therefore, as one trespass led to condemnation for all men, so one act of righteousness leads to justification and life for all men. Do you see that where it says all men? All of mankind. Every person that sits in this room, every person that we live life with, every person that we work with, Jesus Christ, he died on a cross and he rose again and he did it for all. Now it's just up to you and I to claim Jesus as our only hope, to put our hope, to place our hope in Jesus Christ. Well, in just a few moments as we close our time together, I want to read the closing verses of, of chapter 15. And I want to ask you this morning, will you place your hope 
in Jesus Christ. Amen. Will you put your trust in Jesus Christ because he is the only hope in this world that we have. There is no other hope. Jesus is the Christ. He is the Messiah. And he came so that you and I can understand the love and the grace that God has for those that he created. And so this morning, we're going to see evidence of that. We're going to see the fruit of God's love this morning as it's poured out on individuals that have come not only to know this hope, but want to make a profession of faith, saying, I believe in the good news of this gospel, the hope that I have in Jesus Christ. And we're going to do that through what we call water baptism. There's a group of individuals that are going to come in here And we're going to celebrate this moment. We're going to celebrate this time because this time is evidence. It's evidence of not only the death that sin brings as they're immersed in the water, the death, but it's evidence of the resurrected life, the new life as they come out of the water and they share and they celebrate in the life living with Christ, the hope that they placed in Jesus Christ. And we'll clap and we'll scream and we'll celebrate. We'll praise God together for the hope that he's given us. Amen. Amen. I want to ask you this morning. What's your next step on this journey? Have you, have you placed your hope in Jesus Christ? Is this the moment where, where maybe you need to do that? I'm going to pray with us in just a few moments after I read this passage to us. And I I want to ask you that if you're at that place right now where you feel like you just need to take that next step to place your hope in Jesus, for whatever reason, God knows your heart. He understands where you're at, where he's brought you. When we pray, I want you to just do that. There's no magical prayer. Simply just say, God, I, I want to trust you. I want to know you. I want to put my hope in your son, Jesus Christ, because I know what you did through him was for me. And I want to understand that even more. That may be your next step. Maybe your next step is to do like the rest of these individuals are doing and and just make that profession outward of, hey, you know what? I put my hope in Jesus Christ. and, And because of that, I want to proclaim it to the world around me. You know, a great way to to understand what baptism is and and understand kind of how and and what the Bible teaches baptism is, it's no different than marriage, right? I've been married for 26 years and uh, this ring that I fiddle with all the time is a symbol of that, that, that covenant that I entered into not only with my wife but with God. To love her, to honor her, to cherish her till death do us part. And that's exactly what baptism is it's an outward expression of an inward commitment and this morning we're going to celebrate that commitment that hope that we find in jesus christ let me read these last few verses first corinthians 15 verses 56 through 58 it says this the sting of death is sin and the power of sin is the law but thanks be to god who gives us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved, be steadfast, 
be immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. See, these people right here are a reminder of the fruit, the immovable, the hope, what God is doing in not only our lives, but in lives of those around us. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for the great privilege to claim the hope of Jesus Christ, not only for our lives, Father, but for the lives around us. Lord, I thank you that we get to gather together in Jesus' name to, to not only sing your praises, Father, but to, to open up your word, to, to hear the things that you have to say to us, to be reminded of the hope that we have. So, Father, this morning, our prayer, not only together as a church, Father, but our, our prayer as individuals is just simply that you would draw us to that hope. Remind us of it each and every day. Lord, show us the things that you have for us. Help us to be open and accepting of those things. Help us to be strong and immovable in the moments when we're fearful and we struggle. Father, help us to remember today. The moment that, that we witnessed the example of some individuals proclaiming the hope that you have given them. And let it be an influence in our own lives. Let it be a witness to our own lives that we have that same hope, that we can accept that same hope. And it all comes through a man named Jesus Christ, your son, and how you showed us how you love us so deeply, so in such an amazing way, Father. Lord, I pray for every heart that's here, that they would hear your voice, that they would know you, and they would profess a faith in you, Father. Lord, we love you, and we give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you praise, and we do it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening, and we pray you were blessed by today's message. You're invited to worship with us Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. For directions and information about Soul Rio and our weekly events, please visit our website at soulrio.com. You may also contact us by phone at area code 505-792-8737 or email us at info at soulrio.com. At Soul Rio, we're a community of followers of Jesus Christ, committed to live by faith, to be known by love, and to be a voice of hope to our community. We invite you to go with us on this journey.